Hi, everyone, and welcome. I'm Marty Stetzer, president of EKT Interactive in Houston. We are proud to be the podcast partner with Upstream Intelligence in the UK. Upstream Intelligence is the foremost provider of business intelligence and analysis for the upstream oil and gas community. With an estimated global value of $31 billion by 2020, the digital oil field is the oil and gas industry's hotbed of innovation. It now includes big data analytics and the Industrial Internet of Things, or IoT. Today our topic is implementing IoT in upstream oil and gas. And I'll be speaking with Mr. Ed Abbo, President and CTO of C3 IoT. They're a leader in both innovation and implementation of this important technology. On behalf of Upstream Intelligence, we're really happy to have his input on this new and important part of the Upstream business. Ed, thanks so much for taking the time today. Thank you, Marty. Appreciate the, uh, the opportunity. Ed is both an industry and IT veteran. Can you give our listeners your background as it relates to the upstream, digital oil field, and IoT? Sure, Marty. Um, I actually um, started as a mechanical and controls engineer and sort of spent the past, actually my, it's my fourth decade in the information technology uh, field and, you know, worked at uh, uh, companies such as Oracle uh, Corporation back in um, the 80s and worked in uh, a number of other technology companies. And uh, in each of those companies, what we were doing was essentially recognizing a, um, a step function change in the technology and applying it to improve uh, business. In this case, uh, cheaper processing often referred to as uh, cloud computing, uh, advances in uh, uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning, and um, the Internet of Things, which uh, is not just connected sensors, but also um, compute or the ability to do computation on uh, small form factors or, or uh, microprocessors, if you will, um, at, uh, uh, in remote locations. So we have uh, spent the past decade applying such um, advances more recently and um, really across industries, uh, the power segment, banking, manufacturing, and obviously in the digital oil field and um, specifically um, upstream, which um, I'm excited to kind of share our experiences uh, with, with you and the audience. Ed, that's terrific background, and I know you've been at the forefront of implementation of the technology in Upstream. Can you share a couple of case studies and success stories with our listeners? I thought, uh, Marty, I would you know give you an example um, in the energy space, um, initially in the power grid, and then talk about you know the case of uh, of Upstream, and because uh, I think the the power grid represents perhaps the most uh, complex system due to its real-time nature, and I think a lot of the lessons there actually apply to uh, to upstream, and specifically the industry and the power grid have invested and actually are investing a, an astronomical amount of money. It's uh, two trillion 
of dollars this decade to upgrade the grid to uh, to what's referred to as the smart grid. And the um, opportunity is really to uh, what these investments are to basically put sensors um, across the power grid and actuation across the power grid. So you have not just the ability to understand how the customer is consuming power, but also automation, network automation to um, route power around, you know, failures in, in uh, distribution, transmission, and uh, looking at contingent uh, power fuel uh, generation. One of the companies we're working with is a, a very large uh, power company, actually one of the largest in the free world. That's a company called NL. And uh, they have, just to give you a sense of the scale, they have about 73 million uh, customer endpoints. So these are buildings and uh, homes, factories, uh, etc. And roughly 47 million of those endpoints are digital. So they're kind of what you would refer to as IoT. So you can actually get a sense of uh, a measurement of uh, of the power load consumption every 15 minutes or every hour at that endpoint. And with that and additional um, sensors along their power grid, they're actually able to drive dramatic efficiency in power generation, distribution, and uh, obviously consumption. And uh, that's estimated to be, to make the whole system a third more efficient. That's 30, 33% more, more efficient. Now, for them, the economic value over the next two or three years is is almost uh, two billion euro a year in earnings improvement to their uh, to their bottom line. So it's it's pretty dramatic. Now, the um, to turn our attention to digital oil and upstream, the um, you know the the initial projects we've done are essentially around improving reliability and production um, um, optimization. So in the offshore arena, it's um, anticipating failure of, uh, of compressors, low-pressure compressors, and other, other assets. In the um, uh, conventional or unconventional production, looking at um, failure of subsurface uh, gas pump equipment, each of these cases when uh, deployed at um, at scale, is worth hundreds of millions in economic value to the uh, to the customers, and I would say that going from uh, prototypes being conducted to very large scale deployments, where we're dealing with um, you know in one case uh, a million assets that we're predicting not just failure on, but also production optimization. Ed, thanks for those insights. I never really thought of power as being a, a good model or case study with its breadth and depth of customer base. But with those kind of benefits in the upstream that you pointed out, we've been hearing at the conferences that culture change seems to be the major impediment to implementing this new technology on a broader scale in the upstream. Is that true, or there are some other stumbling blocks that you've seen and, more importantly, been able to overcome in your successful implementations? Well, I believe that um, the C3 technology 
does simplify or uh, trivialize the, um, the 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 technology deployment, um, which, as you're aware, uh, typically involves ingesting data from a multiplicity of uh, data sources, including uh, sensors on uh, devices um, correlated with data on geologic conditions, uh, correlated with uh, data on uh, maintenance and uh, uh, maintenance of assets, uh, et cetera, and then applying machine learning at scale um, across those. So, so we've, we've actually simplified and made that piece of the, um, of the equation, so to speak, much simpler so we can actually deliver production pilots in uh, three months with a team of five people and then scale that up into large-scale deployments in six to nine months across millions of assets. So the culture change, um, I see that as basically two, two key areas. One is what's, um, what's often referred to as change management, which is essentially if you're able to predict the failure of, uh, of equipment how are you going to change the business uh, processes, the maintenance schedules, uh, in order to uh, take advantage of that, you, you know, of, of that um, insight, if you will, and um, and obviously that requires executive leadership to weigh in and uh, and essentially make changes to how the business and the and the processes are conducted, so that. That does, you know, the, the technology is one piece. The the um, where you unlock the value, so to speak, is really through changing the the way that people operate day to day. And and then the other the other piece I would say is um, really understanding the the concepts of big data and machine learning as it contrasts with engineering models. And um, there's been a lot of debate on this point. Uh, engineering models, uh, physics-based models are great when you're designing, you know, you're doing engineering design. The actual behavior of, um, of assets and equipment, drill bits, etc., as measured through sensors is a better predictor of, um, of actual failure or, or, um, or, or optimization, if you will. And so there's, there, there is um, or a need to basically educate around the capabilities of predictive analytics and big data and machine learning, as well as um, tackle the, the change management. So it sounds like there's a bit of an education process that needs to go along with this implementation that maybe some companies don't recognize when they start it. Is that true? Yeah, this, that, is, that is true. This isn't uh, simply sticking in a piece of technology. There is uh, significant change management that needs to occur in order for uh, for companies to uh, see the operational benefits and um, and other uh, benefits, and then um, an, ed- an education um, in terms of uh, educating very capable engineers on um, on how machine learning works and uh, and how it contrasts to engineering models. Um, and uh, that it can't be complementary. And so, there, so, yeah, bottom line is there's education at the management level, executive management and management level, and there's also education at the individual engineer 
uh, on uh, how these technologies work and the benefits um, associated with them. That kind of leads to my next question, having been involved with the industry. Is, is the IoT approach and the analytics approach that you're describing really transformational for upstream? Or is this just another logical evolution in the digital oil field developments, which have been around for years? Well, I, I think that um, transformational is the right word because it's a, um, I'd say it's a, rather than a gradual evolution, I think this is a step function change in, um, in how you conduct business. And there are a number of uh, articles that have been written. Um, I would refer you to one that uh, Tom Siebel wrote in the December McKinsey uh, quarterly uh, publication uh, that really talks about the, um, the urgency around driving some of these technologies and business process changes in companies. And, you know, the bottom line is these technologies properly implemented can deliver significant competitive advantage. And, uh, you know, we've seen this uh, competitive advantage, as I mentioned, in the power industry, where if you're operating more efficiently in the oil and gas industry, if you're operating more efficiently and uh, uh, higher levels of, um, you know, health and safety, you're going to uh, basically, you know, take market share from others. And that's... Um, that's exactly what um, what Shell, World that Shell has, has done, is basically uh, gotten a jump start on that transformation, then um, a smooth evolution, and uh, we're seeing this play out in many industries. You can you don't have to look very far to see the uh, the impact of uh, Amazon on the retail industry, the impact of a Tesla on the automotive industry, and uh, and the impact of an NL. On the power industry, this uh, this will will play out in digital oil fields. Whoever can deliver it as soon as will have a competitive advantage. Ed, that was terrific. Thank you so much for your insights. They will surely be valuable to both the upstream intelligence and the EKTI listeners. This millions of dollars of benefits, I'm sure, will capture everyone's imagination. And the fact that it's been done uh, will be another big asset. We do wish C3IoT continued success and being an important contributor to improving upstream oil and gas efficiency. Before we wrap up, Ed, would you like to say anything else in summary? So in summary, uh, the, um, the step function change in technology will dramatically uh, change the oil industry at large, um, whether it's upstream all the way through to downstream. And uh, we can um, look forward to adopting technologies such as, you know, drones for large for surveillance of, of large oil fields, um, remote monitoring. All of these capabilities drive operational efficiency, and uh, will be very exciting uh, to adopt and uh, implement in, in upstream. Thank you for the opportunity, Marty. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. If you want to learn more about the Upstream Intelligence upcoming events on this important topic, go to https colon double backslash www.upstreamintel.com backslash data backslash. If you're an experienced IT or analytics professional, 
but new to the oil and gas industry? Be sure to check out our Oil 101 series on how the industry works at www.ektinteractive.com. Thanks again for listening.